to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 120, and it's titled It's entitled Move Forward and the Way Will Appear. Have you guys ever been to a well of course you guys have. You get you guys know when you've been to a store. Now, if you looked from a distance and saw those doors closed, the automatic sliding doors, if you saw them closed and just assumed they were closed for business, like you would, you would think that every store in the entire world was closed. However, you know that once you get within a few feet of that door, it magically opens. Now, that is the same thing which happens in our lives, but we're so worried about knowing the exact right path to take that we don't realize all we have to do is move forward in the direction that we want to go. And eventually, if we keep moving forward in that direction, those doors will open the same way they opened, like a sliding glass door or like the the sliding, the automatic doors. You guys know what I'm talking about. You know, we have no control over what is eventually going to happen. You know, I always talk to my clients about like, you can, you can control the inputs, but you can't control the outputs. That's just not up to you. You get to control however much effort and intention you want to put into the things you're going after. But in the end, success isn't up to you. It either happens or it doesn't. And this is kind of spinning off a little bit of last week's episode, but I talked about the example in the Book of Mormon of how Nephi went forward towards the house of Laban, who had these records that he wanted to get. He went forward. He didn't know exactly what he was going to do. And, and right before this, Laban had actually already thrown Nephi and his brothers out. So it wasn't like, you know, that things had gone very well. It wasn't like this was his first attempt. But there's something really cool that I see in this. And so something happened on Monday where my, my parents and I were, help, were doing some cleaning at my sister's house. And it was really interesting because I wanted to clean a certain area of the house because I thought there was a particular cord there that went to my nephew's guitar game. And so we went and we cleaned and we cleaned and we cleaned and there was no cord. However, at the exact same time we were cleaning one area of the house, my, my mom and my nieces were cleaning another area of the house that was the, basically the playroom. And you know what? After we'd been cleaning for probably a good, I don't know, 45 or so minutes looking for this cord. I mean, we, we were cleaning, but I was really looking for the cord. Then one of my nieces came in like, hey, is this the cord you were looking for? The cord had been in the playroom. The cord was in the playroom. And now this cord is about like six inches long. It's super small. I would have never thought to look for this cord in the playroom, ever. I mean, because that's not where I actually had found the other. There's uh, two parts of this cord. There's a really long part and then there's the six inch part. And so I'd, I'd looked and I'd actually found the other part of the cord, you know, probably about a month earlier. 
And so, of course, the other, the other half of the chord or the other tiny part of the chord is going to be where the other chord was, right? No, it wasn't that way at all. Now, here's the way I look at that. Most of us don't know exactly what to do, but we do know the first step. We do know the first step into whatever endeavor it is we're working on. You know, if I'm working on a particularly, like, hard piece of music, the first step is just to sit down and play it. You know, just to play it the best that I can. If you're looking at finding somebody to date, your first step is going in the direction that you want to find somebody. You know, if you're looking for someone that's you know, in, in shape and all that stuff, like you might find them at the gym now, I, I understand there's, you know, I'm, I'm not one to really go up and talk to many people at the gym either. Um, but you can find them hiking. You can find them all kinds of different places. You can find wonderful people. You know, I shared before how, how uh, one of my friends that's a matchmaker, she'll actually go to, if, if she's looking for a particular you know, if she's looking for a match, who's a member of my faith for one of her clients, she'll actually go sit outside the temple and then she'll see what options come out. Like all that Heavenly Father really wants from us is effort. That's really all that he wants. I mean, and if you think you have to do everything, even if you planted all the seeds in the world, if there was no sunlight, nothing would happen. And we get this idea in our head that it's all up to us. Like, we have to do everything. Your only job is to show up. That is your only job, is to move forward in the direction that you're guided. That's it. Like, the more that I show up and write my book, without so much thinking on, on it, of, oh, well, is this good? Is this not good? Could this be better? the less thinking that I have when I come to my book, the more I'm going to enjoy the experience and the more I'm probably going to get out of it. I mean, back to this example I was sharing about finding this chord. It was more of a... It wasn't even so much about the chord. It was about knowing that all I have to do, even when I don't know what to do, is do what I know what to do. Now, I know that sounded, that sounded really funny, but it's true. All you have to do is what you know how to do because you don't know how to do anything else. But we don't even do what we know how to do. Why is that? Probably because we don't think we know what we, ha what we have to do. We get frustrated and upset that we don't know how to get there even though we've never been there before. It's like right now I happen to be at a friend's office here out in, in the Midwest. Well, when I drive here, I still have to use a GPS. Well, now that I've, by the time that I've been here, maybe three, four, maybe four or five times, I might not have to use a GPS anymore. But even though I've already been here a few times, I still need a GPS. Well, 
if I need a GPS to get somewhere that I've already been a few times, then chances are we definitely need a GPS to get places we've never gone before. But oftentimes that GPS is telling us to do something and it doesn't look familiar to us because we've never done it before. Why is it that we struggle to move forward? Because we don't think it's going to work out. We don't have enough faith to keep taking the steps. And so we don't. Coming back to this idea, what is your job in any any project or task or anything else that you're working on? It's to simply show up. You know, until we have, there's a scripture in Isaiah that says, without a vision, man perish. Why is that? We have to be able to see ourselves at least a little bit in showing up in the place we want to show up. I think I shared this before, but while I was driving out here to the Midwest, I was sleeping as, as my mom was driving. We were driving out here from my nephew's baptism. And as I was sleeping, I pictured myself playing Sweet Child of Mine up on a stage. Now, that did something for me. That got me excited. Because I'd never seen that before, and I've played Sweet Child of Mine for, I don't know, many, many, many hours. Kind of like the Top Gun anthem that I'm learning now. And it actually was so challenging because I couldn't get to where I needed to get. But I finally learned all you have to do is memorize it. You memorize it and you keep playing it and you keep playing it and you get better and better. You know, doubt and fear and discouragement are the things that get us down the most. Discouragement in a way of, oh my goodness, I can't believe that I've put in all these hours and I still can't play as fast as Guns N' Roses. They've been at it a little bit longer than I have. Discouragement in the fact of, well, I just started working out and I'm not exactly where I want to be. I don't have, you know, the exact perfect body that I want to have and I don't have, you know, my, my muscles aren't as big as I want them to be. Things take time. I was listening to a program by Jim Rohn this morning. He said, yeah, you can have your, you can have a pretty great life here in three or five years. But things take time. Now, I don't even know if they take three to five years. I think the biggest thing that stops us from moving forward is the thought that this isn't going to work. You know, and and it's like we go forward, but we go forward two steps forward, one step back. But we're the ones walking. We're the ones that are going, oh, yeah, this is working. This is working. But then we take a step back because we're not sure. Oh, well, this should have worked by now. I mean, I had this is actually my my friend's office that I had on a podcast. Probably his name's Gary. I think it was. I don't know, in the in the episodes of like 70 or something around there. So it was a little while ago, almost a year. But 
he built his entire business. He became you know, one of the top real estate agents in all of his state after only four years. Now, every other real estate agent could do that. But they don't move forward for whatever reasons holding them back. Now, he's talked to me about you know, some of the things he's done is he's gotten mentors and gone to read books and gone to programs and he uses the resources that are in front of him. Are you using the resources in front of you? Are you doing the things that you know that you could do right now? Like, what's the biggest step that you could take that would move your project forward, whatever your project is, that really isn't that big of a step. What is it for you? I mean, it, this is probably the biggest message that I could give you guys. You're going to have voices in your head say that you shouldn't do something. But if you have a peace and joy and you're of a sound mind, do it. I was in a conversation with somebody this week. And they shared this scripture with me. It said, says 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has given us the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. If you're afraid to take a step that you really want to take, probably a good sign that you're on the right path. I mean, ironically, the closer and closer that I get to my path and the person that, I'm, that I feel I'm meant to become, the more adversity pops up. Oh my goodness. I'm not going to bore you with the details, but yeah, definitely I've had plenty of different challenges lately and some that were pretty extreme. I mean, I got, I got in a car wreck over a month ago. And I've had some other experiences that I, I won't share, but there has, there's been just this, oh, this, this almost heaviness. And that just means we're on the right track. That just means that the adversary and the crazy leprechaun thinking is, is mounting a force to try to stop us before we get started. Because he knows when you just move in the direction that you want to move, that you are going to do incredible and amazing things. And you're going you're gonna to find things that are going to make you even happier. There's nothing wrong with being happy with where we're at. But the Lord has given us so many resources. I mean, even, you know, even being here at my friend's office, like plenty of times when I'm out at my sister's house, I just go to the library. But it can be a little bit noisy at times. I know it's a library, but it can be a little bit noisy at times. And I've got to reserve the room that I want to use, and I can only use it for a couple hours. That doesn't give me much to work on. You know, and you're, you're so busy moving everything around that you had to move before because, you know, you have to get out of the room. You know, it's like, and so that was actually last Sunday that I had the impression come to me. It's like, Joseph, message Gary and see if he has an office that he'd let you work in. He, has, he owns a massive building. And I was like, and I was like, ah, I don't know, you know, just you kind of hem and haw a little bit. And so then a few days later, I was in the temple and the same impression came, Joseph, 
<laughs> message message Gary and see if he'll let you use one of his offices. Well, after I left the temple, I messaged him, and within like literally seconds, he messaged back, and he's like, "Sure, man, I'm happy to let you use an office." Not not only did he do that, but he came down that night. Like this was probably I don't know eight thirty at night that I sent this text, and he's like, "Sure." I'll meet you. I'll meet you down at the office, and I'll I'll show you how to get in, etc. Wow. How how many other impressions are we putting off all the time that will make a big difference in our lives? And why? Because it's like, oh well, I I don't know. I I don't want to be rude. I don't want to take advantage of him. He's a friend. I don't want to. I mean, we do all kinds of things. The only thing that you're going to be responsible for. When you do come face to face with God, and if you don't believe in that, then you know equate this to whatever you equate it to, is what He's asked you to do. And I don't know if the excuse of well, yeah, my, you know, I wasn't sure. Like I, I was, I was worried about how that would work out, or people around me said I shouldn't do that. You know, I think He's going to ask, well, did you feel to do it? And we're going to kind of sheepishly look over and say, yeah. And he's going to be like, well, okay. And, I, and, and you know, he even told us the world was going to be challenging. We, we knew that this was going to be challenging coming to the world and having everybody else around us, you know, trying to do their best and at the same time, plenty of times distracting us, dissuading us and, and everything in between. Because everybody else is trying to do the best they know how. But the only thing I'm going to be responsible for is, did I move forward? Did I do the work that Heavenly Father sent me to do? That's all I'm going to be responsible for. And I, I mean, I personally don't want to arrive and be like, you know, so some of the people around me, they, they weren't sure if this was a good idea. Probably gonna ask, well, did you feel it was a good idea? Did you feel peace? Did you feel joy? Did you feel of a sound mind? It's like, well, I felt afraid a lot. Yeah. And and he's gonna tell us, yeah, that that's the way it works. That comes from the adversary. You know, we're so trained in listening to this voice of fear instead of ignoring it. Instead of just whatever. Every one of you has this within you. Every one of you has the ability to show up and move forward, no matter how you're feeling. Now, granted, you have to learn to pay attention to your body, too. It's like yesterday I woke up and just felt, I don't know, felt off and sluggish. And part of that is I've spent the last week with my nieces and nephews, and while that has been wonderful, spending time with them and and everyone around as you know as we as we enjoy this beautiful experience of my little nephew getting baptized you know he just he had just turned 8 and so like it, as we had this experience it was wonderful and amazing and we did a lot of stuff as a family but i was missing something and you know what i was missing i was missing on not going forward in my goals you know, when, when you got an entire house full of people, sometimes it can, it can feel really challenging. It, it really can. You, know, you just have so much going on and you're trying so hard to just kind of balance everything. It's like, yeah, I really, really want to spend time with my nieces and nephews. 
And I also know that it's really important for me to stay in great shape. And I also know that I really love playing my guitar, and that's important to keep up on those things. And I also know that you know, I, I've got to keep, keep building my coaching practice. You know, it's like there's so many things to do. And especially when you get out of your environment, sometimes people are going to need stuff or even want stuff of you. That, that's just part of the experience, guys. And we get so worried and even, but this morning I did something different. Well, even yesterday, I just, so first of all, I went to the gym and felt so much better. I listened to some stuff that I wanted to listen to and, and I also just was able to have a, a good workout yesterday. Well, and then today I, I decided, you know what? I do love hanging out with my nieces and nephews in the morning, but if I go to bed roughly at the same time they do, or even a little bit later, I can still wake up at like six o'clock and go to the gym before they're even up, be home. I was like, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good idea. And I did that this morning. And you know what was funny? When I got home, the, the, one of the littlest ones that really enjoys spending time with me, that's when he woke up and came downstairs. So I, I had this, I was able to go get done the things that I wanted to do and not really take away from any time with him. We worry so much about what other people think. And so even with him, he's like, hey, let's go downstairs and let's have breakfast after a, you know, after a little while. And I said, hey, w- wait a second. I needed to sit here for a moment and I need to think about what I need to get done today. And so I did. I sat down and I thought about the things I needed to get done. And I was like, oh, wait a second. I need to record that podcast. Oh, I need to record that other podcast. Okay, then I probably want to take my podcast stuff into the office. You know, so it's like, okay, I, I did that. I was able to get my, I was able to get my podcast stuff and I was able to remember the other things that I needed to do that were really important. Guys, there's so much going on. Sometimes we feel like we don't, we don't even have those three to five minutes to just be still. We have to take it. You got to take it because people around you, they're all doing the best they know how. But especially when you're living in somebody else's world, they're not going to always understand your world. And that's okay. They don't have to. You know, every one of us develops our own habits, our own abilities, our own everything. And I'm sure you guys as well, when you've gone and seen, you know, nieces and nephews and siblings and parents, yeah, they're going to have their own way that they're going to run their houses. And that's okay. We have to decide what we're going to do. Okay, well, I really want to work out while I'm here. Well, I found a gym that they let you pay a year in advance, and then to the day, they pay you back what you didn't use. So sometimes I I sign up a few times a year for the same gym and cancel within a few weeks. And that's okay. Every one of you, your goals and your dreams and everything that you want are so much closer than you can imagine. You just have to be willing to say no. Now understand, I love spending time with my nieces and nephews, but I really did. Like after a week of not doing some of the things that I needed to do for myself, I just felt off. You have to decide whatever, you, whatever works for you. Now this really relates if you happen to be a single parent. 
you know, I have a lot of respect for single parents. I really do. You know, I met, I met a man recently that has a very tragic story and I won't share it because I didn't really ask him for permission to share it. But, you know, he happens to be a single parent and, and I was so impressed by him and I was so impressed by his kid that I met. Like it was just amazing. You know, our, we're all given opportunities. We're all given challenges. But one of the things he did say is something to the extent of, I don't know if we would have signed up for this. I, I don't know if I would have signed up for this. If, if any of us knew what we would have to go through in this life, I don't know if we would have signed up for it. You know, I'm, I'm now 38 years old. I've wanted to be married ever since I was 21. That hasn't been in the cards. That hasn't been there. But Heavenly Father knows what He's doing. And guys, I know the podcast is called Happy and Single. But oh my goodness, there are plenty of times that I would much rather be married to the girl of my dreams and be you know, raising my own kid. I'm so grateful that my sister lets me, you know, come and hang out with her kids so much. Like, you know, I, I, I'm sure it kind of throws off their schedule at times, but I'm very grateful that she allows me to do that. But I, none of us gets to choose what we go through in this life. Now, granted, there are some choices that we make that are really poor that probably all of us have made. But we don't get to choose some of the battles and challenges we go through. I mean, I'm just, I'm just being honest with you guys. It's, it's really, you guys don't have to send letters or messages or anything, but um, it really rocked me a little bit getting hit by that car. Why? Because I was doing everything right. I did everything right. I mean, so much so that I'm, I'm at 0% fault for, for this accident. And I still got hit. And it taught me that I'm not invincible. I am not invincible and I have a certain amount of time left in this life. I'm not invincible. And neither are you. You know, it's funny how experiences can change our lives. I used to hate that silly beeping noise that your car makes when you're not putting on a seatbelt. And now I'm grateful for that reminder. Oh, wait a second. I haven't put on my seatbelt. I mean, sometimes guys, especially, I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving a few things unsaid here, but just because I don't, I want you to fill in the blanks where you need to fill in the blanks. And also some stuff is just kind of personal, but truly, the more I am going towards what I desire and where I'm being guided and where I'm led, the more I've had experiences a little bit like that car wreck. 
not just a car wreck, but other experiences that you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, th- I thought I was, I thought I was safe. I thought I was all this stuff. Now I do believe we are protected. I really do believe that. And I know that because I have been protected. I was protected in the car wreck and I've been protected in other experiences that could have been harmful for me. And you are too. But sometimes this, the voice and the noise of the adversary gets so incredibly loud. All we have to do is be still. And we can even ask for heaven's help also. Ask Heavenly Father for his help. You know, there was a quote I recently saw by uh, Russell M. Nelson, a religious leader of mine. It said something along the lines of, you know, when, when, you want to, when you want heaven's help as bad as you want to breathe, like when, you're, when you've been stuck underwater, then you'll be tapping into the real power of heaven or something along those lines. I did try to look it up and I couldn't find it, but yeah, we, we have a lot of thinking in our heads. We have a lot of noise, whether it's, our parents, relatives, whoever it is, it doesn't matter. You are the only one that's going to be responsible for your life. And as I've shared before, if the Savior's own parents, Mary and Joseph, who had already seen angels, also thought the Savior should have been doing something different with his life, then, then there's a chance other people around us are going to struggle as well. And, and the truth is they want so much for us. They really do. They just... They don't always know what's best for us. So what is stopping you from moving forward right now? Remember, your only job is showing up. If you're writing a book, your job is to show up. It doesn't matter if there's a trickle of inspiration or a stream of information or a flood of of inspiration. It doesn't matter. Your only job is showing up at the page. And maybe even sometimes we're tested to see, okay, are you going to show up? Are you going to stick with this? Are you going to see what happens before the floodgates open? You can't show up and do the things that you need to for very much time before the floodgates do open. I guarantee, for example, if you happen to be in sales, if you just started calling and calling and calling people, you would eventually make a sale because that's just how it works. Your only job is showing up and being present at what you're working on. Your only job, if if you want to find someone to date, is asking people that you're interested in going out with. Keep asking, keep asking, and one of them might say yes. Many of them might say yes. And remember, it has nothing to do with you. I've had I've had nights where I've gone dancing and the the most stunning girl in the place has danced with me a lot and and enjoyed it. And other nights where someone that's you know where I've been turned down by someone that isn't the most attractive person in the place. It's okay, guys. Your only job is moving forward and not having so much thinking about how it's working or how it's not working. You are not the grand designer of your life. Heavenly Father is. You know, I love the example again with, of Brett Young, the famous country artist. He wanted to be a, 
he wanted to be a baseball player and he hurt his arm. And so he shifted his attentions to learning to become an awesome country artist. And I would venture to say he became a far more, far more impactful, influential country artist than he would have ever become as a baseball player. And every one of you, all you control is going forward. There's that proverb that says, God plans, man laughs. Or, man plans, God laughs. But it's kind of funny because it works the other way too. You know, God plans and we laugh. We're like, no, 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 no. Wait a second. You think that I could do that, Heavenly Father? You think that I could do that? Yeah. Heavenly Father thinks that you can do amazing and incredible things. You just have to show up. You don't even have to believe. You just have to show up. It does not matter whether I believe I can or not. If I sit down and play a guitar song for hundreds of hours, I don't care who you are, you will learn it. That's just how it works. You know, your only job, though, is showing up. But the less, you, the less interference you have on your mind when you show up, the better off you'll do. So the equation, performance, equals potential minus interference. That was coined by Tim Galway that wrote the book, The Inner Game of Tennis, which is a wonderful, wonderful book. If you guys aren't reading, I would highly, highly encourage you guys and invite you to be reading. So as I look at this, the other thought that came to me was, uh, as I was searching for this quote, is a quote by a lady named Mavis Karn. And she says, the only thing that can interfere with our ability to live a rich and rewarding life is our own innocently learned habits of thinking and feeling and behaving. You know, we have learned to believe that our thinking is always telling us the truth. We have not realized that the lower our moods, the more negative and destructive our thinking. You know, and, uh, you know, I would... <sighs> so when we have a lot of interference, when we have a lot of cloudy thinking, that's all it is, is cloudy thinking. You would never sit there and yell and scream at the clouds to move from the sun. But we do the same thing with a lot of our thinking instead of just settle. When you are still, your thoughts are able to settle. And when your thoughts settle, everything becomes clear. There is no amount of thrashing in murky water that ever makes the water clear. It's only by being still that the soot and the dust and the silt or whatever that stuff is can settle to the bottom and you can see clearly. So what is it for you that is holding you back from moving forward? Is it wondering how it's going to work? Is it sorting stuff out? And hey, if, if you want to, come to one of, our, one of the Ask Me Anything calls that I host. You can find the schedule on happyandsingle.com. But guys, the amount of endless resources that you have available to you are endless. All you have to do is take a step forward. I love the quote from the book, A Rich Man's Secret, that says, Take the first step, no more, no less, and the next will be revealed. So whatever step that is you got to take to move forward, move forward, and the pathway will open. 
Now, once again, what have you felt inspired to do? Don't think about it. Go actually do it. Go do it now. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website Happy nsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.